Cash Color Cannabis Podcast, sponsored by the Georgia Hemp Company. The Georgia Hemp Company, dedicated to providing you with access to the highest quality hemp products and a place to learn more about hemp's potential benefits and uses. Head to thegeorgiahempcompany.com to learn more. Sure. All right, live from MJ Biz in Las Vegas is Cash Color Cannabis, a high level of conversation. I'm your guest. I'm your host, Mecca, uh, with the Cash Color Cannabis podcast. And I got my, I got a walking 420 friendly, friendly environment. My man, Ngayu Bielam. Ngayu Bielam, the guest and the host. <laughs> hey, how you do doing? You do it all out here. You really do. You really do, man. You're a jack of all trades, man. But sure. uh, So speak to, tell people. Mac of all trades. Mac of all trades. I like that. You <laughs> really from the back. <laughs> So Dizzle Dizzle Show. So talk to us, um, explain for people who don't know who you are, explain to us who you are. Oh, sure, man. I've been an activist for 20-something years. Yeah. Um, I got a show on Netflix called Cooking on High, yes. where I'm the campus expert. I write for a bunch of different things. I'm also a traveling, nationally headlining stand-up comedian. <laughs> I do a lot of different stuff. It depends on the day, I suppose. Here, today, I'm representing the International Cannabis Business Conference Series. Okay. We're going to be in Barcelona, Berlin, Switzerland. San Francisco and Vancouver in 2020. Come on out. Okay. And uh, that's about it. I just like weed, good vibes, good food, good people. Speaking of weed, uh, when did you first discover weed? College is when I really started getting into it. Like, I smoked some weed once in eighth grade, but I got caught immediately. <laughs> and my parents uh, gave me a lecture. Now, was it good weed or was it like regular weed? We discussed I'm that I'm from all Northern good. California, so sir. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I don't mean to disrespect your, your Mackin. <laughs> <laughs> don't disrespect I mean, your smoking. Listen, like, you know, my parents smoked all that Oaxacan and the Panama Red and Acapulco Gold mm. uh, back in the day, right? And then, I mean, when I first started smoking in 1980, <laughs> uh, Things didn't, there weren't too many different strain names. Yeah. Right? I think there was Lamb's Bread and, you know, some Oaxacan and stuff every once in a while. Uh, but then in the 90s, all the flavors and all the strains really took off. You know, these Champagne and uh, S and Trainwreck and White Widow yeah. and all these things started to really get into it. And that's when I really started to get into it, not just as an activism thing, but like a like a wine connoisseur, like a connoisseur, yeah. like appreciation of the flavor. <laughs> Right and the cure and the process, man. I love growers. They're like some of my favorite people. Like if, if I smoke some weed and it's really good, I'll try to track down the grower so I can be friends with them. <laughs> I'm for real. I'm like, man, I really like your weed. You seem like a good person. You must be a good person. You must be a good person if you put this sort of love and care and dedication into a plan. Beautiful ass yeah, plan, man. Dog, my homie. You know, I got a line of pre rolls in California. And uh, how I source the weed is I just go up into the woods and talk homies out of head stash, right? And uh, my boy Mark, when you go out there to Greenshock Farms in Mendocino, you listen to him talk, man. You just get all, he's like, man, I picked this spot because I wanted them to have a nice sunrise in the morning. You know, I thought it would be a good place for them just to sit and look and enjoy the bay yeah. and, and the views. And it just, it just gets me fired up. Like, that's a good person. Love. That's a good person. Love. You got to put love into your weed, man. Yeah. And that's one of the challenges we're having with this uh, this new legalization, which in a lot of ways is great. I got to say, having a big bag of weed in your pocket and you're at the Starbucks and the cops walk in and you don't have to trip, great for the blood pressure. Yeah. But some of this, the, the way they're pushing it toward a commodity and not letting the, the smaller people get in, they're sucking a lot of the love out of the weed. And you can taste it. You can taste commercial pressure <laughs> when you, know, you smoke some of this weed. So what is your opinion of, of, of legalization? And do you feel like legalization is, is legalization eradicating the black market is a good thing? Um, I think it depends on, on how you do it. Like, I mean, the, the, since it's not a federal thing and it's a state-by-state state approach, different states have had different approaches. Like, Washington didn't do anything right at all. Oregon, I think, has done a lot of things right. I mean, if you're trying to eradicate the black market, you can buy an ounce of weed 
in Oregon for $40. You can get a doobie for $2. You can get a, a nice eighth for 10 bucks. And so there's really no way the black market can compete with that. Yeah. It puts pressure on the growers because now they have to grow way more because nobody's getting 3,000 a pound. Nobody's yeah, exactly. exactly. A pound. You're getting 500 a pound, 800 a pound. Um, so let's put pressure on them, but as a consumer standpoint, and as a way to eradicate the, the I don't like to say black market, I like to say the traditional market. Sure, look, we the say traditional my market. Man, my man Melik put me onto legacy market. I like, let's, let's legacy market. Yeah, yeah, traditional legacy market, market, legacy market. <laughs> uh, and, you know, in, in a lot of ways, the, the legacy market is all, almost always going to exist, especially in California, because yeah. they, they can't get the taxes right, they can't get the prices <laughs> right. And also, as long as weed is illegal in Nebraska, in Idaho, in Georgia, in Texas, mm -hmm. somebody's got to grow it, yeah. right? And you might as well grow it in a spot that knows how to grow good weed. You might as well, man. You, you might, might as well. well, man. It's like... Uh, it's like you think of wine. You think of French wine or Napa Valley wine or anything like that. Northern California cannabis has cachet. You say that shit's from Humboldt or Mendoza, you're like, oh, oh, this must be for real. Yeah. So it's the same kind of thing. You get those, the Appalachians. Yeah. Right? So what's your favorite way to consume? I was watching on Doobies. 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 I like joints. Okay. Joints and pipes. I carry a pipe at almost all times. Okay. So are you, crack. are you a blunt person? Uh, well, I'm kind of forward, but I'm a little more diplomatic. Okay. I'm not really blunt. <laughs> uh, when it comes to tobacco papers, how do you feel about that? You know what's funny? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get rid of my nicotine habit, mm -hmm. uh, but I prefer to keep them separate. I don't mind a blunt every once in a while, yeah. right? And definitely blunts will get you, you're trying to get faded in a hurry, yeah. straight to the face. Nicotine increases THC absorption, mm -hmm. science. Uh, so I don't, and if we are going to smoke a blunt, let's just smoke a wood. Let's smoke a, just a one that tastes like cigar. Yeah. I don't like these peach flavors. You're getting in oh. the flavor of my weed. You're messing with my weed flavor, man. And I understand if you're smoking Bammer, you might need something to smooth that flavor out a little bit. But, you know, I, we try to keep it high grade. I say blame rappers for that. Because I remember Jada Kiss and, and a lot of people had me running trying to find strawberry duches and vanilla duches for forever. I'm like, do they exist? What are they putting in those? Though? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I'm half hippie, half panther. So I'm always concerned about, like, that's why I like just weed. It's just flower. Yeah. Sunlight, right? Maybe some fish shit, <laughs> right? And a natural tobacco wrapper. Boom. You know, I think people sometimes try to make it too fancy or yeah. too ridiculous. But I'm, I'm coming here to smoke weed. I'm not yeah. coming to do anything else. When you smoke weed, do you listen to music? And if so, All what, the time. What's, what's, what's some of your favorite go to tracks? Follow me on Spotify. Okay. Uh, I've been on Run the Jewels a lot. I also uh, I had a hot girl summer. <laughs> I'm not lying. I was on a lot of Meg Thee Stallion, a lot of Lizzo, Lizzo. a lot of Rico Nasty. That's what's a Rico nice though. Cupcake. Love Rico. I took my kids to see Cupcake. Okay. It was weird watching my 18 year old son rap along to all those nasty ass lyrics. Like you can't. Yeah, I guess you could know about these things. Uh, uh, yeah. No, I listen to a lot. Of, I mean, you know, I like a. I listen to Pink Floyd. I followed the Grateful Dead around for a long time. I like. I listen to whatever. If it's a good song, it's a good song. And then when you get high, you get to really get. Somebody used to do a joke. Uh, it was, I think it was Joe Torrey. It was either Joe Torrey or Guy Torrey. He used to talk about, you could hear a song 15, 20 times, and then you get high, you listen to that song again, you'd be like, man, is that a tambourine? That a tambourine? <laughs> you pick up little stuff, yeah. Get down, Mr. Tambourine, man. <laughs> you pick yeah. up little stuff. You pick up little stuff. You feel, you feel like, you know, especially, I drive a lot. I'm, you know, road comic and activist and shit. And so I definitely like to be in the car and put on some sort of long, involved, 
ridiculous <laughs> arrangement and get into it like, oh, this is where the strings come in. Yeah. And like, oh, that's a modulation shift. And now they, you know, and all these little things. I get kind of analytical sometimes. Bro, you're awesome. I can't wait to actually you're sit awesome. down. You're awesome. Follow and... me on all the social media. Ungayo420, yeah. N-G-A-I-O 420 on all things. Appreciate that. And that's Kat. Oh, also, yeah. wait, I got one more thing. Sure. I'm the host of the... Yes. Daily Bonfire Trivia Show. If you have Apple, the Android app is coming out soon. But do you have Apple phone and uh, iPhone, I guess is what they call it? Download the Daily Bonfire app. We do a cannabis-based trivia game that's similar to HQ Trivia. Do it Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You can win up to $420. Awesome, awesome. I appreciate your time. And this Cash Color Cannabis, a high-level conversation live from MJ Biz. To providing you with access to the highest quality hemp products and a place to learn more about hemp's potential benefits and uses. Head to the GeorgiaHempCompany.com to learn more.